0: who serve and protect. This is the Chicago Popo Report. Uh, It's
1: about time we're back. Lupi Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Chicago Popo Report, Saturday night, WLS AM 890. Back right. at it, bro. We're on time tonight. Almost. Yes. <laughs> off by, what, a minute? Come on. I don't know. Off by 8 or something, 10-0, right? 10 10 Stupid commercials already. Right. Oh,
2: and the Bears won. Oh, they stopped the four-game <laughs> <It's> a, skid. <laughs> don't I'm worry. excited.
1: They play in Los Angeles all tomorrow. Right. That's probably going to be the end of that. <laughs> Copy that. Yeah. What do we got? We got a S- new t- superintendent. Speaking of L.A. Yes. We segue right in, don't we? Guess where this guy came from. <laughs> he came from LA, where the citizens not exactly friendly with the popo, are they? It's a whole
2: lot warmer though.
1: Yeah, it is warmer. Man, it's, it's a allows of sixty thousand homeless people to defecate and pee in the street, and you know, basically Los Why Angeles you turned into a the big negative? toilet. Because that's
2: this like a little little minute negativeness. I'm
1: out there pretty frequently. It's pretty nasty, bro. I you got to
2: stop hanging out in Skid Row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to go to Malibu. It's everywhere. You got to go to Venice. <laughs> Culver City, you know, the nice parts of downtown, up to Palisades, you know.
1: And they're sleeping on the beaches in Malibu, okay? It not, <laughs> it's not pretty picture.
2: Pacific Coast Highway, Santa Barbara. You got to hang out where I hang out, Paul. That, that's it. I don't see any of that stuff. You and Hinsdale,
1: I know. I get it. I it's get It's all it. perspective. <laughs>
2: it's all a matter of perspective, Paul. I think that's what this guy has. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie Beck, right? Charlie Beck. Look, Tom Selleck's look-alike.
1: What did I say last week? Oh, you said it, man. Dead ringer. Got to have a stash. He's got the stash.
2: It might be better than uh, McStash's stash. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's what a that's what a great city needs. A great city chief needs a great stash. My, my well, he's only was... temporary, according. To Unfortunately, everybody. yeah, yeah. 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 Want to bet right now? He's not temporary. We're hearing a big lie. Uh, no, I, I think I take him at his word. I mean, he said, yeah,
1: uh, yeah, my wife, uh, you better talk to my wife about it, which is not a denial exactly. Okay. We don't even know if he likes his wife.
2: He might be glad to be in Chicago for an extended period away from the wifey. <laughs> so he hasn't made a full move to Chicago as an interim. You don't, you just, just want to do a temporary housing. Uh, how does that work?
1: I mean, they, they probably put him up at the four seasons or rich Carlton. Wow. You know, he's from LA. He's not, not going to stay down at the holiday inn. Yeah, you're right. Right? Maybe at the
2: uh Holly. Hollywood chief. Uh, you're probably right. You're Has probably it affected
1: right. you yet? I mean, you you guys um moving the short sleeve shirts up there in Rogers Park? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Got a beach patrol, you know, four wheelers up on the
2: beach? Not yet. How how long do you think that interim uh interim label's gonna last? I As mean long is, 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 long is it the
1: a... mayor wants it to last? Listen, Eddie's gone on Thursday, back's in on Friday. You, this is not planned. I thought he was staying till the end of the year. No, no, <laughs> she, he, he was here yeah, on no, Thursday. at yeah, the conference. Uh, he's in on Friday. That's yeah, right. Yeah, right, like, like this was not the big plan all along, right? This was her plan.
2: <sighs>
1: she wanted to get rid of Eddie. Eddie committed Harry Carey with, uh, you know, falling asleep a couple blocks from the house a few weeks back. That
2: was all the impetus she needed. And according to her, she says, this is a guy who knows how to get something done. Even Johnson, a man of integrity that always tries to do his best. Johnson's, uh, listen, they're going to let Johnson, like you said,
1: burn up his time. He's going to retire with that big pension. He's not going to lose it. And he's going to quietly submit papers in April after he's eligible for that extra 50 grand a year. And he'll go on to bigger and better things. And by the way, it's very telling. He says, "Oh, by the way, I'm not done working. Well, you got
2: the, like the greatest job in the world. What are you going to do? He, Why don't you just have a couple cocktails and just you know just chill out, man? It's passion, time to you, chill You out. and
1: I could both have cocktails every night. Go go down to right? you
2: know go winter winter somewhere else. He'll he, he'll yeah. love saying it. I want to winter somewhere else. Uh-huh. How about he's
1: that? Got a wife that's a lieutenant. And she's on the job. She's not going anywhere. And his son's on the job. So he's going to be in Chicago
2: for a long time." But okay, he has his he has his supporters. Uh you got Johnson, you've got Lightfoot, even uh big city mayors uh say it's a good move. But and then all the haters came out. Oh. You know uh, the haters have to come out when well, someone's appointed or when some even when someone's elected. Just look at Our own personal experience. Half the people love us and the other half hate us. Oh, absolutely, man. When you run for public office, when you right. get appointed for public office or private office.
1: Man. Yeah. When you're yeah, the critics famous, come out, when you have a name, listen. You, you, it it never fails to happen.
2: I feel you. I feel you, buddy. I feel you. Especially uh, with
1: internet gangsters, right? Everybody's a gangster on the internet. and a key, You got a keyboard, you could be a gangster and talk all kinds of crap 24-7.
2: Black Lives Matter LA.
1: <laughs> Say it's a <laughs> they, bad move. They, they didn't waste no time, right? You don't want him. Well, I, I, you got to think the
2: FOP liked
1: him. He's a white guy, <laughs> Right.
2: He looks like Tom Selleck, a dead ringer. He looks like Tom Selleck, kind of famous TV guy. Uh, Right out of central casting, as uh, Rahm Emanuel would say. About Rahm's height, too. Oh, he's uh, he's a short guy? (laughs) He's not that big, man. Beck isn't that big? You know, it's amazing how television, uh, not only... uh, You put on uh, 10 or 20 pounds, but he gives you some height, right? It does give (laughs) you some height. He looks like he's you, like 6'2", 6'3". That's right. The world is full of short people who look good on TV.
1: (laughs) Maybe that's the magic formula. Look at Don Cruz. not exactly a giant, right? Not even a good, you know, two guard. (laughs) Maybe on a junior high team. Anyways, we got the interim superintendent. mm -hmm. Life has pretty much continued the same in the last week since he showed up. No big changes yet? Yeah, just
2: all the usual stuff, right?
1: Yeah. We're back. He's got that federal decree to deal with.
2: Good luck with that. He's got the, uh, oh, the marijuana ordinance to deal with next year. Here we go. The marijuana. Hit that pipe, boys and girls, okay? Because it's going to be legal in less than 60 days. Illinois become the 11th state that has approved marijuana for recreational use.
1: So you know what, man? I, hey,
2: listen. something to look forward to, legalize right?
1: Legalize everything. The war on drugs is an absolute failure after billions and billions of dollars, millions of years in the prison system. It has not worked out. Let's be done with this nonsense and figure out how to legalize it, tax it, and treat people as, you know, who are sick. We have drunk Smoke problems. weed every day. That's what we're going to do. That's, at' 63, I'm going to start smoking weed every day. That's my new that's, that's it. That's how I'm going to roll from now on. In the car, on the way home, on the way to work. all day long, every day.
2: What do you think? that work out OK? I think so. <laughs> some people would accuse us doing that right now on the show. Yeah, you know, according to Lightfoot though, uh they're set to introduce new ordinances uh next month that's gonna uh you know, reform how Chicago's gonna uh enforce the rules and regulations <laughs> related to marijuana. So 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 get ready for that, right? We're already reforming it. We haven't even started it yet. So among other things, check this out, Paul. Residents caught with small amounts of cannabis will face less stiff penalties and fines than they have in the past. And here, the Chicago Popo will be trained on the new rules and protocols to ensure consistent enforcement. How about that?
1: I got to think the Pope love the fact they don't have to mess with this nonsense anymore. Right? Yeah. It's just, it's it's really ridiculous to even have to be bothered with it. I'm, I'm just, listen, I'm just upset that, you know, we don't have 30 or 40 pounds laying around. We could sell around the corner. That's not being taxed. <laughs> <laughs> They're still going to drop the hammer on those guys, though, right?
2: But still, Paul, smoking or using cannabis will remain prohibited in public and in vehicles. that cannot be used near school buildings, school buses, or faci- or any facility that's used as a daycare for children. I mean, I like that. What do well, you think? Let's, let's,
1: let's hope the little darlings in daycare are not smoking reefer yet, okay? But I could tell you going back to
2: the 70s in high school, there was a lot of dope being smoked there. Thank you for leading off our show tonight, Paul, my nonviolent investigator, extraordinary low-level partner in crime. As the Chicago Popo Report gets on away here on a Saturday night, more to come, including how a powerlifter allegedly swindled donations. And be sure to stay tuned, because in the second hour, we will do a deep dive into how a convicted felon out of Washington State shot himself in the junk. That and more when we return here on WLS AM 8.
1: Ah, we're back, Chicago. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. And folks, if you can't listen to this live, you may not want to because there's so many damn commercials, weather traffic, etc. You go to WLSAM.com and you listen to this thing commercial free at your leisure whenever you want. Stop, go, turn it on Friday, turn turn it off Saturday, whenever you want. WLSAM.com, that's the way to go, folks. You could listen to any show you want on there without all the... Stuff that pays the bills going on.
2: You know I, know, I know a few weirdo friends who enjoy listening and watching commercials. They, they claim it's very soothing, it's relaxing, it uh, centers them. When I smoke cigarettes, I used to use them as an excuse to go smoke a cigarette when the commercials rise. This is while they're smoking a <laughs> joint. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. while well, you're smoking the bowl, right? <laughs> when you're smoking the bowl and, uh, you know, you're hitting that pipe a little bit. That's right. During the commercial, that's the best time of They go. don't seem
2: too bad. No, uh-huh. not at or all. Or too long. As long as you don't do it in your car. <laughs> yeah. Or in the daycare center. Or in public, <laughs> near a school, because you will be, get in trouble. Yeah, okay.
1: okay, sure. Listen, folks. Don't do it in your car. I could just see that happening, right? It's on. <laughs> it's hey, on. Hey, good news out in Aurora. Yeah. Huh? Our favorite popo department, one of our favorites, the second largest department in Illinois, in Aurora PD. As you all remember, a few months back, some lunatic walks into the place of employment, gets fired, and decides to shoot everybody in the place. And the Aurora PD show up; they don't wait for the SWAT team, bro. They go running in, and mm-hmm. promptly about four or five officers get hit. Yeah, they get shot, and guess what? They kept coming and coming and coming. Aurora PD, Chuck filled of full of heroes, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And these two guys, uh, uh, Adam Miller. He got shot in the face. He just went back to work. Came back to work. Uh and also Ray Rivera, another guy that got shot up pretty good. They finally returned to duty full time. Congratulations, boys. We're we're proud of you. We love the Aurora PD.
2: Adam Miller, my hat's off to you, man. Getting shot in the face, going back to work. I mean wow.
1: I gotta tell you, you know, if Adam, I don't wow. know if Adam's single or not, but that, that's gonna be a great a great entree in the conversations with the ladies. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, what happened to your face? <laughs> Yeah, I got shot in the line of duty being a hero, honey. <laughs> right? Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> a little yeah. scar. Don't worry. I got some plastic surgery lined up. It's only temporary. <sighs> I mean, <laughs> the loop is going on. Oh, I don't okay, want to right get shot in the face. Oh, my for God. <laughs> A little, a
2: little. That's quite a conversation starter, but but yeah, still a little,
1: I a little, <laughs> oh well, yeah, bad news. most of these guys out there are not not as pretty as you are, my friend, okay? They they need all the help they can get.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> well he got he got the worst of it. I guess officer Ray Rivera got shot in the leg.
1: That's a good shoot. That's a good shooting. A good
2: Can't shooting. brag about
1: that unless you're at the beach.
2: <laughs> uh let's see the other officers. Uh, I guess they're back to work. Uh James Zegar, uh full duty uh and then uh, we got officers John Sibilski and Marco Gomez, who are on restrictive uh duty. So, I mean, they're not... That means they're
1: hobbling around the hallway right
2: yeah they yeah,
1: just yeah yeah generally <laughs> in a bad mood because they're not out in the street they're not a good out dive. wrestling
2: with bad guys no, because no. yeah they're yeah and they're then Roar there's a lot of wrestling with bad guys that goes on out there right you got to be fully recovered in order to wrestle with bad guys yeah, that's yeah. one of
1: our favorite chiefs out there too who's not you know real tough on the eyes she's
2: out there wrestling with bad guys all the time that's yeah, right man she's a go.
1: badass she shows up at the scene you got a problem I got this, guys. Because let me tell you, she's got a department full of gunslingers out there, bro.
2: <laughs> okay, they don't they don't play out, in Aurora. You know, I love supervisors, uh, lieutenants, uh, commanders who are who are who are on the field, who are in their car looking for bad crap, just looking to pull somebody over, uh, somebody suspicious, and they go over the radio. You know, send me a car. I need a little backup. But they initiate the stop. They're they're out there. Bro, you lead from the front or you don't lead at all, man. Exactly.
1: Leadership is on the knife's edge, okay? There you go,
2: the tip of the spear. I that's, love that's right. I love supervisors all the way
1: to the top yeah, that do that. That's our chief out in Aurora. She's 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 right out there at the tip of that spear.
2: They're the ones that command respect. They're the ones that uh, are true leaders, and um, we're right with you. You know what, man? It's reflective in the rest of that police
1: department, yeah, too. They, absolutely. J- they jump into the fight. They don't play. Absolutely. All right. Nice. And now we're back to, what What are we back to now, Loop? <laughs> the old mundane uh, political corruption. <laughs> yes, we are. You think the Speaker of the House is sweating a little bit these days? Wire taps, his buddy's house is getting banged with search warrants, boxes of stuff being carried out. His pals at comment are resigning and running and dodging and hiding. The feds are lit up, man.
2: The feds are all over Exelon and ComEd and the lobbyists who work for them and who are connected to, you know, uh, some, uh, oh. know some shady politicians yeah, or some t-
1: questionable politicians. i got to tell you, I've been writing them guys a comment, a check for about 46 years nonstop, right? So I'm not entirely upset when somebody's getting in trouble over there. They've been living too high in the hog for too long. <sighs> yeah, They can't talk about a monopoly, right? I mean, let's they do turn on the lights and allow us to talk a lot of crap on the radio. So
2: they do. I love this line in the trib don't. It is, it is unknown if the FBI listened to, uh, listened in on any calls between McLean and Madigan, who is famously cautious about what he says in public and over the phone. Well,
1: that's why he's managed to stay out of trouble for 40 something years of politics. He don't talk on the phone. He knows that phone's good for one thing, my friend, and that's ordering pizza. Anything else might get you in trouble.
2: He's got his pigeons to deliver his That's messages. Right. He's got he's got people that will deliver that message, like the old West. Invisible ink; uh, uh, <laughs> the paper disintegrates upon opening. Um, there is no paper. Smoke signals. Here, here, I'm going to uh,
1: whisper this in your ear, and you're going to whisper it in his ear. Okay. Uh, encrypted messages. Uh, <laughs> encrypted anything. Your name, my name, will not be mentioned in any of this. So, uh, although there's a lot of money spent being spent on law firms out of campaign. Finance money, isn't there?
2: Yeah. Money that
1: we give the politicians. Seems to be going right back into the lawyers' pockets.
2: So, yeah, this, uh, this uh, corruption saga continues. Uh, what do you say we do some uh, good old-fashioned uh, home invasion? Let's do some home invasion. We like home invasions. We got two stories: one out of Jefferson Park and one out of the South Side. What's going on Jefferson Park? You know,
1: I think Brett moves up into Jefferson Park, and the neighborhood goes to hell in a handbasket. All of a sudden, becomes a high Chris, like sort of like Humboldt Park now up there in, in Jefferson Park.
2: The one in Jefferson Park, though, it, it, uh, from what from what we read, from what I've read, from what i surmised. It doesn't appear that it uh it was kind of sort of random. It was a deliberate hit. <laughs> <laughs> I right? maybe some drugs or money was involved in this home invasion? Yeah, someone didn't pay someone. Someone didn't deliver what they were supposed to or the right amount, and they're hiding out. They, you know, the bad guys in clown masks found out uh, where uh, he cl- is. Clown mask. We... Well, you got to wear clown masks because <laughs> you don't you don't want anybody recognizing you. Come on, Paul. There's so many cameras around. Where was our
1: girl? Uh, our female officer we got? Popped in her clown mask. What clown mask was she
2: wearing? She was uh, Pennywise. Pennywise you go. was Pennywise involved in this mm, home invasion? That's maybe, what I'd like to know. Uh, there's, a, there's a there's a there's a great <laughs> possibility that Pennywise because Pennywise is so popular right now. <laughs> Pennywise is definitely popular. He's got the best movie out there, so yeah, why not?
1: So, anyways, nobody got hurt in this home invasion, <laughs> right? No, they took a nice, best, amount of cash from the man's dresser. Do you think the man told the police how much cash was taken or he was being shy about it?
2: Eh, you know, a couple, two, three dollars. Yeah, that's up, all. Probably. That's it. Yeah. 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 In other words, the, the uh, police report read, uh, victim, uncooperative. Yeah, probably, right? <laughs> Yeah, because and, Pennywise was involved. That's right, and this guy out of uh, Grand Crossing, he was pistol whipped. Like a, that. that's Ooh, a good, that's a, yeah. that's a
1: pretty rough home invasion, man. Because getting pistol whipped, my friend, is not fun, is it?
2: That's a street cred pistol whip. I yeah, mean, yeah. Yeah. home invasion. I mean, if <laughs> I'm guessing the man, the home
1: invader ad got a little sassy with the home invaders, right? And
2: for his trouble, he got a mouthful of nine millimeter. It's kind of like, you know, we just want to make sure you know who we are and what we're capable of. We're not going to shoot you outright. We're just going to pistol whip you. So cooperate, please. They shot him in the leg, too. They did shoot him in the yeah, leg, yeah. pistol whipped
1: him. I think they knew this guy. It sounds like they didn't like him very much. Or he was just... <laughs> they didn't like him. They would have killed him. Or I mean... It uh, was
2: very uncooperative. Uh, probably a little insulted uh, they were kicking in his door. A shot to the face. A shot to the head. A shot to the, uh, you know, center mass. That would have done the job. But, uh you know... I'm thinking maybe this guy don't
1: testify against him if they get caught. Because, he, you know,
2: no real harm, no no real foul. You got to wait. So much crime, so little time, Paul. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we got a man accused of killing a 17-year-old. Wow. Horrible story. All right. We're going to talk about that. We're going to maybe dissect it. We'll see. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AMA 90. See you in a bit.
0: I
1: like me better when I'm with you. Us Better all the time, Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, WSAM 890, OPPO Report on Saturday night. We like us better with you when I'm with you, right?
2: Thank you, Paul. You're the best. <laughs> well, apparently uh, not so in Philadelphia oh, huh? with the not so. The young lady is a power lifter, right? What'd she do What this young lady do? Well, she was, uh, I guess, maybe having some money issues and uh, <laughs> she think? decided to concoct. Uh, this grand scheme that she had cancer. Uh, you know, so, she, so so, people started sending in donations uh, so that she could pay for her medical bills. Because, you know, if you get cancer, you got chemo, you go right. get a lot of stuff going on when you, you get cancer. There's a cancer. lot of money involved, you know, yeah. your, your, your insurance, you know, isn't... Well, not if isn't...
1: you're not a deadbeat and you really got insurance. And it's not too bad.
2: It's not too bad, I guess, <laughs> Right?
1: <yeah. laughs> next, the premium next year might be pretty bad, but uh, this young lady was raising money because... Lo and behold, she had cancer, and she's very ill, and in between powerlifting massive tons of iron, she was raising money. She got got on that
2: GoFundMe account. I think she raised more than $10,000. Not
1: not bad work if you didn't get it, but what
2: happened, Luke? Of all people, her husband dimed her out. Oh, a little little trouble in paradise, my friend. Yeah, Robert (laughs) Smith. Yeah, Robert Smith, he uh, he went over to the... uh, how do you pronounce that, Paul? You Euclid Euclid Township. <laughs> I'm sure a bunch in, of those letters in, are in, silent in Philadelphia. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-five miles west of Philly. She filed a report. Uh, he told authorities that, to the best of his knowledge, his wife does not have cancer. He, who wouldn't know better than him, right? I mean, you you live with someone, you 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 well, you know, you see each other every day. You wouldn't know whether. You know, well you've got a bad a, a bad uh, uh, a case of the cancer. That's right, and the word started leaking out, right? So the hate mail and the
1: internet hating and gangstering starts. And what did Miss Smith do when all that happened? <laughs> yeah, she made the situation a little worse, I believe, didn't she? <laughs> what did yeah? What did did she do? Well, the genius goes to the police and she's filing a complaint about people accusing her of not having cancer.
2: Oh, yeah, they're it, harassing it, me. That's right. You know, I, uh, that's, that's always funny when yeah people go to the police department and, and, and you, know, you know they're harassing me over uh, text messages. That's uh, right. I emails. don't like this. They're
1: picking on me. They're being mean to me and I got cancer. So what did the Popo
2: do? The Popo did an investigation, didn't they, Loop? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. This lady's got a. Uh, she's under investigation for this, that, and the other. And there's they a, call her doctor. This sort of a tie. And yeah, you got to call the doc and to I, confirm. Uh, and, and she's, she's like, telling, him, I
1: got the big tumor in my abdomen, and I, you know, it's big, a big mass, and I'm dying, and I'm chemo. And
2: they call her doctor. And what the doc say, Loop? Huh? I'm not treating her for cancer. <laughs> I'm treating her for <laughs> no. anemia. <laughs> no cancer. Cancer and anemia sort of don't <laughs> jive together, yes, right? Yes.
1: So. Uh, Now she's in trouble, isn't she? She got her little butt indicted.
2: Yeah.
1: theft by deception. Oh, She might go to jail over this one.
2: Let's see. Uh, Did she she spend the money? (laughs) She raised more than $10,000. Yeah, theft by deception. Uh, I I, I can assure you her lawyer is going to want more money than that. I mean, how can you... Here, here, here's... I mean, this is is sort of elaborate. How can you uh, con people into thinking that you've got a double hip replacement, uh you've got a rare heart condition, uh uh cancer related hysterectomy. Um <laughs> she, that she had a baseball sized mass removed from her abdomen. I mean this lady's sick, like mentally. I don't know. She's just she's just running this game, Or she's man. just she's a genius. She,
1: she don't want to work. That's basically <clears throat> what it boils down to I don't want to work for a living. It
2: seems like more work than actually doing work. Almost getting a tight hit, man. Do, it's, it's hard work out in this hood, okay? It's, it's Slimming hard. dope is not easy, all right? It's hard work uh, ripping people off, huh? Yes,
1: yes it is. There's a lot of effort that goes into
2: it. That's what I'm saying. Why not just, you know, do some actual work? Because it all looks
1: easy on the outside, so you actually have to do it. And then it gets all complicated and messed up, and you
2: find yourself working harder and, and harder. And you got to keep up the rules, or, yes, or else you're going to be yes. found out. Yeah, yes. okay. I got you. I got you.
1: Hey, I, I got to interrupt our, our little flow here. I got some Stateville Penitentiary news. This oh. is important stuff, my friend, okay? We
2: love those guys you know, at we, Stateville.
1: We my, my buddy Jamie Snow, who's doing uh, time for a murder, he did not commit out of Bloomington. Now, we won't get into that right now. Jamie just won the Open Handball Championship at Stateville. There you go. All right? There you go. That's big news considering Jamie's a little, getting a little long in the tooth. He's no kid. He's beating all manner of... Uh, all, all Everybody coming on, Jamie... Champion Stateville Open handball, okay. not bad. There you go, Jamie. Congratulations. <laughs> there you go, brother. Okay, our next story. A little bit. It's not as fun as doing something in Stateville, but we had a we got a little dicey over on the South Side Loop, huh? A little sexual encounter gone awry, going mm. really bad, mean golf clubs, guns, and all kinds of things going on, huh? Yeah. Uh... Kenneth Malone, nineteen 1900- hundred ninth block of South Michigan Avenue in Rose and made his way into the Burnside home of retired Amtrak mechanic James Lewis Jr. And James, don't play. James was a guardian of a 17-year-old girl and a 25-year-old man, Malone, was there to have sex with her.
2: Yeah, but you know what? Initially, the incident was, was reported as a home invasion and sexual assault by the 17-year-old. Uh, that story didn't pan out.
1: No, and uh, the... The Guardian, he picked up a golf club. He was going to wear this dude out with the golf club. Unfortunately for him, the dude had a gun, and he winds up getting himself shot.
2: So, okay, this guy Malone, he uh, sneaks into her bedroom. Uh, they have sex. It's consensual sex. Uh, she's 17, though. I mean,
0: not how, can, consensual, how consensual right? is that, right? Uh, not
2: very. So after he's done, he decides to go and, uh, you know, uh, I, I guess rob the, uh, Mr. Lewis, you know, he, uh, he's wearing a ski mask. He has a handgun. He goes up to the second floor, I guess. <laughs> Initially, things don't go as planned. No, that, that it, did not go well for him. He gets chased down. Mr. Lewis has a, has a golf club. He's got a nine iron. He's going to wear him out with that nine iron, This man. guy, this guy's shooting at him, man. He gets him, gets him in the head, kills him. Yeah, you know what? You, you can't win a gunfight with a nine iron. No.
1: That's the problem. That, that is the right? problem. So, it kind
2: of turn out a little tragic. Thing going on over there, this guy Malone. But he has the wherewithal to uh, to, to leave the house with a uh, with a jewelry box. Uh, but he came back. <laughs> this is the problem. Okay, you
1: cannot come back after you commit a crime. Because what happened
2: after he came back? Well, I, the cops were already there, yeah. and you know this is a big problem for Malone. Is it? it looks kind of suspicious, uh, sir? <laughs> Why are you sweating? Why is your uh, heart beating so, you know, a thousand miles an hour? Oh, by the
1: way, let us do this little gunshot residue uh, test on your hands while you're standing here.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was arrested ten minutes later. <laughs> yes, he'd gone. He'd gone. He could put a, say goodbye to him. But here, uh, the uh, presiding judge here, this is a little uh, insider, Charles Beach. Have you ever been before, Mr. Charlie Beach? I have not. I've never heard of Mr. Beach. Okay, he, he believed Malone. He, I mean, the usual, you know, believed Malone to be a threat to the community. and order, Malone held without bail, which is great. Which is great. That's a good thing. I met Charlie Beach when he was uh, when he was a defense attorney. All right, <laughs> I was I was a uh, uh, police officer doing my uh, you know DUI testifying. Uh-huh. and He was defending defending his uh, Charlie uh, Char- Char- get a little rude with you, baby. Charlie Beach was—he's—he's—he's uh, uh, he's, he's known as a uh, as a as a big time DUI uh, 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 attorney. Is he? Yeah, uh, I see him all the time. I'm like, uh, I'm gonna. <laughs> they Char- made him a judge so he couldn't get all those guys off a of DUI. Anymore. Charlie Beach again, and look—he was defending uh, uh, DUI drivers, and now look what he's doing—big time. You know, big time cases. You gotta, you gotta admit
1: that's a pretty uh, nice, marketable name, Charlie Beach. Charlie Beach, yeah. huh? Charlie Beach is a pretty cool
2: name. Yeah, he was a good, he was a good uh, uh, defense attorney. Tough, <laughs> fair, yeah. uh, always, always pleasant, nice guy. But he hammered you if, uh, yeah, <laughs> if you
1: dropped to him on this dude here. No <laughs> Bob for you, my friend. Okay, because I've had clients like you walk through my office, and uh,
2: jail's a good place for you. Okay, Bob, we're gonna take another break. When we come back, we got a story out of New York City. Okay, we got a decapitation we've got whole lots of bad stuff going on over there all right you've been listening to the chicago popo report on wls AMA 90
1: i'll make a brand new start of it in old new york welcome back popo nation new york popo report lupe acquire paul celino wls am 890 in chicago not new york we got a great New York story, don't we? Not so great story, but pretty, pretty bad story out of New York.
2: Yeah, this was, uh, yeah, the, uh, husband, uh, went off the deep end here. A little deranged.
1: Estranged husband, let's say. And not one that was happily married, already estranged. And, uh, he, he got a little, let's see, overdid it a little, you think?
2: <sighs> oh, my God.
1: Yeah, he wanted to leave with an impact, huh? He left with an impact, um, because when the popo showed up at the apartment after nine one one call, he's sitting there with his wife's head in his lap after he had just cutting it off.
2: Here, I, I'm going to pick up on that point real quickly. So, <laughs> I hate getting calls. <laughs> Can you go please uh, check the well being of such and such?
1: It's never good. Never a good outcome generally, is it? <laughs>
2: It is always nerve-wracking, because you never know what you're going to walk into. You never know, and it is, I'm telling you, man, the anxiety that runs through every police officer when they get that call, because you know, it's...
1: Oh, bro. There's these, a two, high, these two guys are going to have to go and work with cop after this there's one, There's okay? a
2: high likelihood yeah. that it's not going to be pleasant. <laughs> well, this one is about as unpleasant as they get. Oh my god, imagine walking no, in on that no,
1: this is this is the problem. This is what the people get a, to see.
2: And a child and a and, and a mom decapitated? Yes. And is... the mom was holding onto her her head. On her lap like sitting there? Oh my god. And and the dude hung himself in the the, the child's uh, uh, bedroom, right?
1: Uh he saved the state a lot of money. Yeah. Huh? And it's the only way out for him. The only honorable way at that point. But he uh, this was this has been an ongoing problem since 2014 in this family. This guy was bad news. Oh my
2: God! I mean, talk about the P uh, the post traumatic stress oh. that police officers well. experience after after this. Yes. I mean, I've, I've, I haven't seen anything like this. No I've medical some... board ever is going to say, you know what, uh, you should have
1: PTSD after that one, right? They're going to go. Give him the check. Let him go. Let him retire. Let him go off into the sunset.
2: I mean, I'm getting like I'm getting chills right now. It's like <laughs> yeah. You can't imagine, man. It's the magic ticket off the
1: job, man. With full pay forever. Done. Finished. Grew like, over
2: with, and you have to stay there through the night and do a, do a report. And man, the scene—you have to, you know, help out detectives or you know supervisors, or you you can't just see this and leave and take the rest of the day off. You're there for a long time. And this this lady, <sighs>
1: yeah. it, it's just
2: tragic. It's just bad,
1: you know. I mean, and the dude, his behavior changed after they had a baby, and the the mom didn't want to withhold keep him out of her daughter's life. Thought the daughter should know her father and stuff. Big yeah. mistake, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Crazy daddy. Took him back. She filed oh. I mean she filed some police reports. She yeah. she went to court. She uh She was know. too nice, my friend. Yeah, and that the day of that this tragic happened, she was gonna get an order of protection. She oh, and she was I gonna Pretty sure that would not have helped with this guy. Well yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I guess he got wind of it because he's like if you leave me, if you file for divorce, you know <laughs> Bad things are going to happen. Uh, and, that that and, should have and, been the ultimate warning sign. Like, get me the hell out of here. And in fact, bad things did happen. Very, very bad things. So people, uh, yeah, yeah, be careful. There are a lot of, a lot of warning signs out there. Uh, know, t- take those warning signs seriously because uh, you never know when someone's just going to lose it. You don't. I mean, the, 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 don't. The, the family, the the whole emotional dynamic that goes along with mm-hmm. relationships and who knows what's going on. When you go off the deep end, you know... It could happen at any minute, and if you see the warning signs, get away. But nobody ha-
1: saw it coming. I mean, universally, the the neighbors are going, "Man, he was a great guy, nice man, friendly." I mean, they
2: wanted to keep up appearances. They lived in an, uh, yes. a, in a, you know, a great neighborhood. Yep, a great home. Um, yeah, by by all appearances, they, it was a normal, happy family, but. You know, the mom was a peace corps vet. I mean, she was she was a rock star. I mean, she's doing great. Worked things. at the UN. I mean, this is
1: this is this is really a tragic, tragic story.
2: Oh my God, So yeah, people uh, heed those warning signs. Uh, get help. Uh, you know, go to the police. Uh, do what you have to do. Yeah, do something. Don't don't
1: wait for it. Don't wait for them to go off to crazy land on you because the police are never going to get there quick enough. No. Nope. Nine one's not gonna help you at that point.
2: No, no, no. So let's, uh, let's, uh, a couple teens in Chicago went off, uh, to crazy land, sort of. <laughs>
1: what are that little teenage There's, darlings, doing, Chicago?
2: Two teens are tried to carjack an Uber driver. Well, generally, it's a pretty easy target, right? <laughs> yeah. It says west of downtown Chicago. I'll tell you where this is at. This is just west of, uh, Grand and Halstead, uh, just west of Las It's a nice neighborhood. Who would yeah, think, it's a right? nice neighborhood. I mean, yeah. it's if
1: you carjack somebody down there. They might be related to somebody, all right? I mean, they might find that behavior offensive.
2: But look at this: they were firing at the jeep with with, with with a handgun loaded with metal piercing bullets, and the gun was equipped with a laser sight and a silencer. I might add, a laser
1: sight is illegal in the city of Chicago, and silencers. Oh, silencers are illegal. Well, used to be everywhere,
2: not anymore. Well, you need a federal. Li- you need a yeah. federal. Whatever you uh, need a federal license. license. Unless, unless
1: you live in Texas, then you don't need a federal license. Well, yeah, Just get yourself a silencer. Anything or goes. In,
2: anything goes in
0: Texas. <laughs> yes,
1: but I mean, in uh, Chicago, this is a this is a bad firearm. Being a connoisseur of firearms, I don't own a silencer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not spending that money on that federal tax stamp, okay? the
2: Exactly, the federal yes, tax stamp. Not, that's not a lot of money. It's a lot of paperwork. Uh, yeah, but unless hey, unless but you're an ultra bad guy, job, why do you the, need it? The Popo got these guys. They nailed them. Yeah, so it happened. Uh, yeah, so right off of uh, Halsted and Milwaukee, and they caught these, uh, these idiots uh, walking down the street on Racine, which is what, like maybe... Half a mile west. Yeah, half a mile, half a mile west. Right by, right by Ogden and, uh, not and Grand. Not that far. <laughs> <Not, not> far. <laughs> <laughs> nice exit right out of the Eisenhower from there. Okay. I mean, it's not too hard to spot uh, uh, that a couple idiots uh, who just shot up a uh, uh, an Uber driver in his car, and then they you know made it worse by
1: uh, battering one of the popo that arrested them. So these guys, these guys uh, are going to
2: have a problem with the system for a while. Let's see, they were charged, the teens were charged with attempted aggravated vehicular hijacking, aggravated discharge, two counts of aggravated unlawful use of a weapon, uh, and unlawful possession of gonna, a weapon. They're
1: gonna, they're gonna try these geniuses as adults.
2: Is there a watch. federal charge on that? Because you got the, you got the silencer. Uh, the How does that work? I'm
1: just, the state's gonna upgrade State, it to a, yeah. to a adult offense.
2: Yeah, well, luckily nothing happened to the Uber, Uber driver, and uh, he just uh, happened oh, to. because they're you know, a bad shot. That's exactly. the only reason. <laughs> But they had they had sights. I mean, I guess even you know if you're an idiot, sights don't work, right?
1: No, it doesn't <laughs> matter. These, These are sights. It, it, it could be you know remote controlled by somebody, and they'd still miss you. That's how bad they are. Thank thank goodness, right? Thank goodness, no innocents got shot in the head or walking down the sidewalk minding their own business.
2: You know that's a pretty. Uh, Busy area. It's a very busy area. You've got a, like about four in the morning. You got a bunch of restaurants. Yep. Uh, you've exactly till, till four or five in the morning. A, Bars open till five in the morning. A, uh, you
1: name it. That's a six way major intersection over there. Okay. Yeah. It's always busy.
2: Always busy and getting busier. So, uh, well, good job, Popo. Got him. Popo got him. That was a good job. Uh, We got, well, let's go out quickly to uh, Pensacola, Florida. We got uh, got an Oklahoma popo who's accused of killing his (laughs) police chief. Well, uh, it's a bad story because the
1: chief got killed, but he got killed by one of his own guys. I think alcohol was involved, Luke. Alcohol is always involved when (laughs) when you shoot your police chief. Well, and when the, I don't know if he shot him because when the popo, Local Popo responded. He was straddling his chest in the hotel room,
2: maybe choking him. Why would they say he got shot if they didn't uh, find, like, bullet holes Maybe in the he body. was doing CPR. <laughs> <laughs> he doing a little CPR self-inflicted, with the local guy Self-inflicted, self-inflicted shot. I,
1: I mean, mean, it's that. a small police department in Oklahoma. By the way, they've already named the new chief, so they didn't, they didn't waste no time. And unfortunately for the guy who killed his chief, he wasn't named the new chief. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he could be sitting in jail for a while in Florida.
2: Here, i got something more to say about this, but first we're going to have to take another break, all Mm -hmm. right? You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. We'll see you on the Turnaround.
0: Five years. Here are the stories of crimes committed against the people of Chicago. And the stories of the men and women who serve and protect us. This is... The Chicago Popo Report. Ah, uh, welcome back,
1: Popo Nation. We always miss you in these long breaks. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Cialino, Chicago Popo Report, WLS A M 890. And we're going back, we're gonna back to finish up our story. We're gonna, Popo got a little fist fight down there in Pensacola. two guys from the same department. Little department, uh, Oklahoma, Manford, Oklahoma.
2: And you're right, Paul. There was an alcohol fueled brawl. No shots fired. Yeah. I, I guess I was thinking of something else. It's always more romantic when somebody gets shot as opposed to strangled to death. Okay, That's in when my opinion. People are
1: killing each other. It's usually in, involving guns, right? In my, in my opinion, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's
2: like you got you got two two police officers. You've got guns, and you know why not? Well, why you know. not use a gun to you know? And you know? the Pen- Pensacola police, uh, actually, alcohol may have been involved in this. It's hard uh, to believe. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you're just not going to fight for the hell of it. You, <laughs> you're going to drink. We're going to fight to the death, okay? This is not a little fight they got out of hand. Some old emotions are going to, you know, yeah, that's right. come up. <laughs> I remember when you used to treat me like an a-hole yeah, I remember when about- I was a police officer, like, you know, coming up or whatever. And, <laughs> and or a...
1: That's my wife. You're messing with, <laughs> 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 or girlfriend, or insert one boyfriend,
2: or or money, or exactly. You know, I didn't mean to poke you in the eye when we were playing two ball. Uh, you know, on the court. <laughs> I, don't
1: know. I mean, it could be a whole says, range of things. I'm guessing self defense is going to be the defense in this case, right? Hey, I mean, yeah, you don't have
2: another murder because I wanted to fight. You don't have a witness. That's right. I had to do what I had. I, I mean, yeah.
1: I'm guessing though of Manford, uh, PD don't pay a lot of money. They might be. They might have to be doing a fundraiser for this guy down there in Pensacola.
2: the uh, The big irony in this whole story. One of the big ironies is the uh, the dead police chief. His name was Lucky Miller.
1: Not too lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sorry. <laughs>
2: oh uh, we just i just had to throw that out it was just I so know, obvious okay, it was yes, it good. was a layup i had to grab it and dunk it it's
1: just further evidence we take nothing very seriously on this show
2: no right? no and you mentioned it earlier there was an opening in that small town police department yes they they, they, filled, but it they filled it
1: quick yes okay yeah i'll bet the guy in jail he's he, collect call to the mayor hey hey this is all a big misunderstanding. Don't be filling that slot till I get out of here. Uh, okay. Cause I'm next in line for that
2: job. You think they filled it with a big, a big city, uh, uh, you know, a former, uh, chief? Like New York, uh, L. A., Miami. G-back? You think Chief looked
1: at the man for job before he jumped into the Chicago uh, fray?
2: He had his, uh, he's what, what, what do they call those? Uh, not scouts, but a headhunter. He had a headhunter. Hey, yeah. Give him a call, and uh, he's like, just keep that on the back burner. If that <laughs> Chicago thing doesn't work out, there's something opening oh. up in Oklahoma. I might oh. be able to get you that gig. I- uh, not as much money, <laughs> but um, you know the accommodations aren't as great. But it's a possibility. Eddie Johnson says he's still interested in working.
1: I'm thinking Manfred might be a good fit with Eddie. What do you think? You think Eddie'd be interested in
2: the job? Ah, uh, Going from Chicago down to a little small town in Oklahoma. I don't know. No, no, a whole I'm lot thinking. quieter. He probably won't get busted for uh, having a couple two-tree cocktails when you're, you're coming home. you going to fall
1: asleep at Manfred and no one's going to get <laughs> no too upset about it. It's just a usual oh, day. We're in trouble. Okay.
2: All right. Let's uh, let's go on down to uh back to Wheaton, Illinois. Oh, I love cream this story. of Wheaton, Illinois. Oh, can
1: you believe in Wheaton where nothing ever happens? Very nice. Hey, they got a big police department, though. Do they? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they got plenty of popo running around Wheaton writing tickets. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be in the street in Wheaton after ten o'clock and had maybe stopped and had a couple beers because the chances of you getting pulled over are great.
2: Well, there's a quota. I mean, every, every every police department has a quota. So
1: well, you know. they had a real crime the other day, didn't they, Luke? Yeah, what the what happened
2: there. out in sunny, friendly Wheaton? A man walks into a Sprint store. <laughs> you know, he just doesn't say. You know, this is a stick up or this is a hold up. Everybody got, everybody got. Uh, well, what were the tape? They, their mouths were taped. There were. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a West Side crime, right? Oh, no, no. He actually, there were three employees. He told one employee, "I want you to, you know, get some duct tape." and uh, tie tie your co-employees up, okay? And then I'm going to duct tape you up and throw you in the back. <laughs> well, i am got to tell you, this
1: happens in Donata Square, a very tony little shopping oh, center. Oh, you're familiar with the Oh, own, I'm yeah. very familiar yeah. with it. Uh, right off of Naperville in uh, Butterfield Road, okay? Uh, uh, I'm very familiar with that You're all about center. the West Side, Paul. I, well, you, you're, you're,
2: you should be the mayor of the entire West Side because that's your hood. You know where everything's at. You know where the players are. You, I mean... You're, you're connected. You're hooked up. They, they keep indicting these
1: politicians out there. I'm, I'll am i win by, uh, by default. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'll get appointed. you get appointed. Okay, right? There you go. I'll stop all that crime out there in Wheaton, Donata <laughs> Square. Donata Square will be crime-free, my friends, if I'll, I'm elected. I'll be your driver. Well, i got going to love it. The guy who gets locked up is Denzel Furness. <laughs> Denzel. <laughs> What are you doing, man? And you know Denzel's named after the actor. He's 20 years old. Absolutely. You know his mama
2: named him after her favorite actor, right? Oh, my child. (laughs) Oh, my Denzel. You're not going to be famous like the other Denzel
1: now. You have a lot to live up to. (laughs) Because this is a $40,000 hit. And I got to tell you, this Denzel is not... As smart as his namesake, is he? <laughs> he's in deep doo-doo. Because what did he do, Luke, to get caught? This is my favorite part of this story, okay?
2: So not only did he leave, this genius also <laughs> returned. Why did he return, Luke? Because you, you, you got to pick up your stolen he items as you
1: dropped. some stuff on the way out because he, he was so greedy. He had an arm, two armfuls of stuff and he dropped some stuff. <sighs> and he gets in his car, he's driving away and he goes, well, wait, I, I dropped the good stuff. And what'd he do? He'd come back. <laughs> and the Wheaton Popo, not having a lot to do when an alarm or 911 call came in. I'm pretty sure the entire shift was at that store.
2: We get these, I mean, yeah, you get these calls all the time. Uh, there's always someone walking into one of these cellular uh, stores and just, you know, uh, being a jerk. Even being held up. I mean, it happens all the time. So we're, <laughs> well, if the call comes out, you know something bad's happening. Yeah, well, this gets better because he's
1: in DePage County, my friend. Not Cook County. Where he would get a nice bond and he'd be out the door in about an hour, right? Kimmy Fox would probably not even give him a bond. into Page County with Mr. Robert Berlin, who is a, a law and order state's attorney on his third or fourth term here now. And he says, quote, with the holiday season fast approaching... We will do whatever we can to keep store employees and shoppers safe. And anyone suspected of this type of brazen behavior will be met with the full force and effect of the law. Good, good for this guy, yeah. Let me tell you, he's not kidding. Uh, young Denzel's going to get about 30 for this one on a plea.
2: He'd be glad <laughs> to take 30 and go. Denzel Furnace. He's in some <laughs> hot... Some hot doo-doo out in uh, DuPage County. Oh, he's looking
1: up to 45 years, and my friends, that's 85% because that's a super X on this one. Bye-bye. That means 45 years. Let's see. He's about 65 when he get out of jail. Good time. Maybe 60. Denzel will take a deal for 30 and be happy to get it. I mean, these things could go south. I mean, these guys get tied up. He should have <laughs> stayed in, Kukai, in the back. It <laughs> was his big mistake. His first mistake was crossing that border. Because Bob Berlin is gonna drop the hammer on him. What
2: was this guy thinking?
1: I don't know. He wasn't thinking. And his mama is like, oh, Denzel, Denzel, Denzel.
2: Ooh. What would have been a better name for this guy than Denzel?
1: Stupid. How about stupid Washington? Okay. <laughs> Morons, Washington. There's a lot of names you're gonna name this kid. Denzel should not have been one of them.
2: Dummy Furnace, uh let's see. Uh
1: I don't know. but <laughs> we should, well, Anything we say, we're going to get in trouble. So let's, let's forget about Den, young Denzel. Although we may follow up because we like the name. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, right we there. might be around for the, the plea deal. <laughs> that would probably come in about a year.
2: So listen here. a well, uh, Word to the bad guys. Uh, when you're robbing a cell phone place or a cellular store be careful
1: cook county cook county fellas okay dude cook
2: do not do the page yeah, well, apart from that these these places are hooked up i mean you've got the uh, silent alarms <laughs> you you name it the cops are going to be there you you're not you're, you're not going to get far okay i'm guessing one of the phones you stole
1: might have gps on it that they activate after you steal it right all right
2: so be careful they're bad guys we're going to take another break when we come back we got a father who used an 11 month old son as a human shield? What a jerk. <laughs> Alright. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM890. 890. 890.
0: And we were trying different things. And we were smoking funny things. Making love out by my blade to our favorite song.
1: Ah, uh, welcome back, people, Lupa, Paul Celino. Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM890. Saturday night. November. Cold. Nasty! Tired of the winter already, man. What do we gonna do? We're in trouble. Okay, let's so play a little good rock summer song. <laughs>
0: yeah, huh?
2: that's all you got to do is think of the summer.
0: Which when, when it's so cold here in, here in Chicago. We only really got
1: about you know eight months left of this stuff.
2: Again, you're so negative. <laughs> yes,
1: I am. I'm expecting my at least life.
2: <laughs> at least a couple months. At least at least once we get through February, we're in the clear. I got to tell you, man, okay. that Miami
1: radio program director is just waiting to hear this show. He's going to rescue us and bring us down to Miami, you know, or yeah. Key
2: West to do a radio show for the winter. Winter, yeah, doing a radio show right down south is great. Minus Tennessee, minus
1: as long as we have guns and second chance, <laughs> <laughs> because it's pretty dicey down to Florida.
2: <laughs> but apparently, not
1: as dicey is as it for an 11 month old up in Philly? What happened, Luke? What did the, what did this poor child do? Uh, Other well- than be- being born to the wrong idiot.
2: Well, apparently, his father <laughs> thought it'd be a great idea to use him as a as a shield when uh, he was getting shot at by another bad guy.
1: Listen, I could if if the kid was thirteen or fourteen, I would get it. Okay,
2: when they're teenagers,
1: you might you know, not out of the realm of possibility, you'd push that teenager in front of you because you don't like them very much. They're that mouthy. Place. they <laughs> yes, don't want to listen. No, they're stealing your car, your money, your change. <laughs> you
2: know, they're not obeying. They're doing bad in school. Then it'd be perfectly, uh, you know, understandable to use him as a human shield. <laughs> not, not
1: a cop alive, who has kids that would it would not understand that, right? But eleven month old, we're drawing the line. The Popo report is drawing the line at this one. Okay.
2: I mean, but how how big of a shield is an eleven month old? Uh, not no, not too much. much. I <laughs> mean, probably
1: you know, you're you're cover your head. You're a real coward, piece of crap, if you put a baby up in front of you. Okay, <sighs> while you're getting shot at, and you're all gang banging, and you got your eleven month old with you. Okay.
2: Because you thought, because you thought the the other bad guy would have a little sympathy and not, um, you know, I, I guess uh, shoot at him or or, or yeah. whatever, kill him because he's got a kid with him. Well, what led up to the shooting
1: is our genius was out with counterfeit money that he probably copied a Kinkles or something, trying to buy dope, and the drug dealers took offense at this, said counterfeit m- money.
2: I'd be upset. Well, if I'd get paid with counterfeit <laughs> bills, figured
1: I have an eleven month old with me, they won't shoot me. Big mistake in that logic.
2: I mean, anybody anybody who deals in cash knows the feel of legit legit tender, legit quarter, cash.
1: Them quarter boys know legit cash better than the Secret Service. Okay, you, you just gotta snap <laughs> your fingers. You just snap your fingers oh, with that know. bill, and you they, know they, they know Crisp my friend. And yeah, I know. Well, hey, back to New York City. Good news for the Big Apple.
2: Okay, yeah. The I mean, first, we, tell us the good news, Luke. We're spending a lot of time on the East Coast today. Which is, are. Hey, we like the East Coast. Well, we, like, we, we like wherever the uh, the news comes out. The okay? action is, right? The like, apparently, the action's out of, out of the East Coast this week. So, New York had its first weekend without a shooting in 25 years. What do you think about that, Paul? I'm going to tell
1: you, I don't believe it.
2: That's what <laughs> I'm going to tell you. 9 million people. Somebody got shot.
1: We just don't know about it yet. Right? There was a shooting... Somewhere in New York City, nine million knuckleheads. All right? they just didn't report it yet. But for the sake of argument, can you imagine not having a shooting in Chicago uh, on the weekend?
2: So they had what it is like you said nine million, right? Nine million people nine, How in many, the
1: city of New York.
2: What do we have like around two, we, three we million? We got two
1: point seven, I think, in the city, and nine million within a fifty-mile metropolitan area. How Wheaton are we? We,
2: we hardly goes without a shooting on the weekend, okay? <laughs> I did some research on this, Paul. Me and my crack staff. Research team? You the research some, my team? research team does. So, what when, when do you think the last day Chicago went a stretch without a shooting incident? The last day or a weekend? Or a weekend or a stretch of days. One day, two I'm days, three days?
1: a weekend, probably the
2: 50s. The last time? Yes. Okay, so... 2017 okay we're we're talking March of 2017 Chicago went 5 days without a fatal shooting there's a shooting okay <laughs> it there's not uh, count my friend it, okay <laughs> so this is this is one instance okay a day went without a fatal shooting and then in 20 let's see 2018 it went 28 hours without a shooting this is the latest one back of March March 22nd, roughly, on or about March 22nd, 2019, went. To, we went 28 hours without a shooting, okay? So not fatal shooting or anything, but we actually, a day and a couple hours. How about a weekend?
1: <laughs> the crack research team couldn't find that stat because it doesn't exist.
2: So we're looking at 28 hours without a shooting back in uh, 2019, March 22nd, and we've got to go back a couple years where a fatal shooting didn't occur for about five or seven days.
1: We, if, if that was happening, we wouldn't have a radio show and podcast, right? We'd have to move to Florida. There'd be no question about it then.
2: That's not employment security, exactly. No, but so, we,
1: we have employment security forever, my friend. So bad guys keep shooting
2: yourselves, exactly. Yes,
1: especially <laughs> in the junk. We like those stories, right? Keep popping off. That's right. What do we have next, my friend?
2: Oh, we got a, whoa, I guess... Uh, got I a foster know. mom acting badly. Is that Out what in Florida, mean? this is sort of a complicated, another another complicated scheme.
1: Yeah, well, what did, what did our lady in Florida do? There we go. Been dying to play. We've been on the East Coast. It's tough to play the banjo. We've got some more
2: banjo stories coming up later, too. (laughs) Oh, we've got got to get into the banjo music early tonight, okay? So, it was tough for me to follow this because I'm not as smart as you or smart as the next guy. But we had a foster mom who was arrested in an adoption scheme um, where authorities say she used her adopted son as bait. Okay? So. She's just me, trying to help sell them fo- twice or what? Help me follow along with this one,
1: Paul. Okay. What did she do? What did what did our little foster mom Tina down there in uh in her
2: in Florida do? 50 yeah, 54-year-old Tina. Again, this is a complicated scheme. It's like these schemes, these 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 uh, outlaw schemes seem like so much work. So much trouble to like actually execute. Instead of having a legit, a legit job, you know, doing legit things. But as the story goes, yeah, uh, she was arrested, uh, last week, uh, charged with organized scheme to defraud, grand theft, illegally placing a child for adoption and perjury in connection with the scam, uh, involved a, uh, let's see, she fostered a two year old son. Okay. I guess she got a, she got, uh, some, some parents who wanted wanted to adopt, adopt the child and she, Cooked up this elaborate scheme to loan the child, loan the child to him for a price, for a price, price free, okay, and but conditioned on that loan, you got to bring the child back, right, occasionally because so we I, have to check on its welfare, right? It's like it should have stayed. I still got the kid; they're paying me for, yeah, right. So, so yeah, they're paying for the, they're they're uh, you know unbeknownst to them, you know they don't know what's going on. They think she's legit because I guess she uh she presented herself as a Florida Department of Children Family. Uh, I guess family uh, works like the adoption yeah. agency, the the, right. the uh, government adoption agency. I work
1: for the government. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's all good in the hood. Just pay me the money.
2: Bring back the kid once in a while, so I can make a show. I guess the uh, the uh, the uh, the parents who adopted thought they were adopting the child didn't do their due diligence and just went... you think <laughs> <and> just <laughs> just went along With and the program. Some business
1: cards, you know, go. Uh, some business cards and a good line of BS go a long way, my friend. I know, can I get
2: some ofi- something, on official letterhead?
1: Um, not a problem. I got that too.
2: <laughs> so, so when did this thing started, When did this thing start to unravel, Paul? Uh, pretty quickly.
1: <laughs> pretty quickly. As soon as somebody picked up the phone and called somebody in authority, it started to unravel. <laughs> like uh, you know, I got this deal with this this freaky looking foster mom who, well, she's not a foster mom, but she says, you know, she works for you guys. No, no, she no, she don't work for us.
2: <laughs> Paul, things start to fall apart when you start asking questions.
1: That's always a problem, right? Nosy people want to know,
2: right? <laughs> you stop minding your own business. I'm going to but... give you
1: 20 grand. I'm usually going to ask you a few questions before I turn it over to you,
2: right? <laughs> but, yeah, I guess this lady was caught and uh, off to the... Uh... Off to the slammer. But I might add, very reasonable bond of only $20,000, okay? That's no. a reasonable bond. Not bad.
1: We're going to take no. another break,
2: Paul. When we come back, we got another story out of the great state of Florida. A woman failed her bar exam. But that, that did not stop her from being an attorney, all right? You've Nor been listening it. to the Chicago Popo Report on WLS AM 890. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, you law
1: and order freaks! We're back. Lupe Aguirre, Paul Ciolino on the Chicago Popo Report Saturday night on WLS AM eight ninety, and you know, hard to believe we're in Florida, Tampa. Huh? Yeah, everything's law- going on on
2: the East Coast today.
1: Yes, yeah. lawyers, lawyers acting up. Ba- oh, I'm sorry, non-lawyers acting badly. Yeah. Yes, we do like it when lawyers act up, but we may like this story even a little bit better. <laughs> what did that girl? Roberta, what's her name? Guides? Roberta Guedes Guides. Guides. Go. I'll Guedes. go with that. <laughs> she does have a law degree, though. Yeah, she does. From uh, the lovely and uh, eminently powerful, popular Stetson University College of Law.
2: Is that where they also make that uh, men's cologne?
1: Hat. I think they um, make hats. Make and hats. Stuff. So they make <laughs> cologne.
2: <laughs> hats. They manufacture cologne and they manufacture hats, she and they ra- give
1: out law degrees. She did graduate there in 2014. <laughs> but there's a little problem. Since graduation, I, a mere five years later, could be like the former mayor Daly. She a little problem passing the the bar. Exam. It took
2: it took Daly like nine times to <laughs> pass the bar.
1: Well, she still hasn't passed it. At least you know, at least his dad stepped in and made sure that happened. <laughs>
2: Oh, I'm sure he did it on his own. You got to, you, you got to be, you got to be tenacious, man.
1: Well, well, how soon we forget? It's Chicago, okay? <laughs> you think, you think, Daddy stepped in? I think uh, if Big Daddy said to somebody, he'd "Get him a law license," they figured it out. <laughs> in any event, our young lady, Roberta, she decided decided, ah, law license or no law license, I'm going to practice me some law.
2: You got to make the money, Paul. <laughs> I, on, now, you listen, gotta... I went to law school. I got all this debt. I've right? got a hundred thousand in debt. I got to. Yeah.
1: She's My representing point. clients, handling immigration and family law cases.
2: That's where the money's at, Paul.
1: <laughs> well, she thought so. <laughs> problem is, somebody somebody called up and beefed, and they said, "Whoa, she doesn't have a law license. What's she doing?" And she's a little bit of a problem,
2: right? Again, Paul. I think this is another uh, one of the central themes of the show today. You dream up these elaborate schemes to defraud, to uh do whatever you can to just get the money, right? And then that thing gets out of control, and you have to keep feeding it, or else the jig is up. But it's so much work involved in feeding that out-of-control thing that it's like... She, what are she, people thinking?
1: I don't know. She wasn't thinking at all. We we, we should hook her up with young Denzel. They would make a lovely couple. I'm thinking. Okay.
2: I think you just have to. <laughs> some. I mean, you just got to stop with I mean, you know when you're going to get caught. I mean, here, let's look into the mind of a bad, a dumb person, or whatever. What do you call? What do you call a person? She's not like. It's not a violent criminal. She's just. You uh, got seven years of college. I mean, I, we. There's no excuse. She's right? she's got to be smart. I mean, she's got to. You know what? You could take the bar exam again and again and, <laughs> and again. again. Yes, you've you've got tw- twice every year. You can you can take a bar exam. Right. You can go to a different state, where yes. it's a whole lot easier, yes. right? Let's, let's
1: go. What's the name of the state? Like Georgia, Arkansas, Arkansas,
2: Arkansas get licensed. Here, one of the one of the hardest places to get to get licensed as an attorney is uh, first of all, it's California, no, New York. And then California's Florida, like a Florida close is a second. Tough state. Too, man. Florida Florida and Illinois. We're yep. right there. You yep. know, third. Very it's difficult. a tough state. So hey, listen, there's like forty nine other states where you can try this thing out. You've <laughs> got to study a little bit more. You've got to, you know, go through the administrative procedures. But it really is not impossible. Yeah, but you can't
1: live in Clearwater, Florida. <laughs> if you're you got gonna license in Arkansas or
2: Mississippi
1: or you know, North Dakota.
2: You can't have that clear water, uh, Florida <laughs> lifestyle no, no, you if can't. you're if you're just renting out cabanas
1: on the beach, huh? Well, she's going to get the Florida Department of Corrections lifestyle pretty soon, I think. Okay.
2: <laughs> but look, look, look at she 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 thought of a fancy name though Ferguson and McKenzie LLC. So, sounds impressive. Sounds just as good as Tulipakis Seguire, uh, LLC. Luke, Luke, l- l- l-
1: l- l- let's go to your favorite story of the
2: night. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) this is Loopy's favorite story of all time, folks. Okay, so we're going to. Okay, let's go. We got a convicted felon who shoots himself in the junk. Ah, This is out of Washington
1: State, folks. If there's a shooting in the junk story, we we Loopy's research department will find it and we will talk about
2: it. What does genius do? And there's actually a series of blunders uh, uh, that followed this shooting. I mean, shooting yourself in the testicles. Well, let's talk about the fact that he's a 13-time mm. convicted felon. And, he's only, and he's only and he's only 27 years <laughs> he's, he's old. He's
1: really racking up the record, isn't he?
2: I mean, he's got quite a rap sheet at 27.
1: Now he's going to do it junkless.
2: <laughs> What'd he do, Loop? So, I mean, as these things usually happen, you you... You carry your, your your gun in your front pocket, gangster style. Sometimes you loop it around your belt. You know, it's out on the outside of your pants. But this guy, you know, front pocket, yes, yes, and it accidentally discharged, piercing his groin and thigh. Okay. Usually, when they
1: accidentally discharges, because some knucklehead had their finger on the trigger,
2: thus accidentally discharging the gun in their pocket. Exactly. So, right? I mean, it wasn't during the you know the uh, commission of a of a crime or whatever. He wasn't doing anything. Not bad. yet.
1: Not yet. He, he had. <laughs> he'd get time to commit a crime on that night, but we could assume, having committed thirteen felonies previously, he was probably going to commit another crime.
2: <laughs> but I, I mean, you, you shoot yourself in the nuts. Okay, you got to go to the hospital, right? You're, you're going to go. Okay. <laughs> So, at the hospital, a balloon of marijuana slipped out of his butthole while a doctor was operating on the gunshot wound. Is it, oops, I guess. um, um, Involuntary involuntary ejection, ejection. my friend, okay? Um, He he didn't have too much control of his faculties at that point, right? So that was the first, no, that was the second blunder. The first blunder was shooting his nuts off, right? (laughs) But what else happened after that? Oh, it just, it gets better. Because hey, people. So so whenever whenever you get whenever uh, you walk into a hospital with a gunshot wound, <laughs> the, the cops reporter. will always get called. Yes. Okay. No no doubt about it. No doubt
1: about it. Unless the ER docs your brother or something, he, he <laughs> could you know take care of you in the closet with no one looking. <laughs>
2: So, so the cops show up, and uh, for some reason or another, they they went to his car and they discovered a bag of meth.
1: <laughs> it, just, it just gets getting better. The story doesn't it?
2: Whereas, well, you know, the the, uh, the jeans were so he discovered a bag of meth in his jeans uh, that he was wearing when he got when he shot himself, and then the, they issue a warrant for this guy. Okay, so he turns himself in uh, a few days later. Okay, so. <laughs> What happened when he turned himself
1: in? Of course, he turns himself in and gets locked up. And when you go to the jail, you get strip searched. And what happened when he got strip searched? (laughs) After he he turned himself in, he knew he was going to jail.
2: I guess he forgot he had another balloon of marijuana up his booty. And uh, they were strip searching him and boom, involuntary ejaculation number two.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you. But listen, and, and after all that, He gets a $110,000 bond.
2: (laughs) Not bad. Not bad, Wait, dude. And he Not also bad. well that's that's on top of yeah. It's weird. It's on top of a, wit- a, a witness tampering. Um, I think he, I, they should have thrown in their obstruction of justice because they co- got tired of charging this dude. They got writers' cramp. <laughs> they, they got tired of laughing <laughs> at this guy. the Computer was smoking. They were writing
1: so many charges on this guy.
2: They just they just lost their mind at just how stupid this guy was. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess he loves putting things up his booty. Uh,
1: even forgets. I'm about in
2: the prison, he knows the the mode of transportation. He knows I'm, the
1: routine. He knows. Yes, the there's only one spot really that gives you a chance of getting away with it in prison.
2: So he probably thought, since I'm going to jail, I might as well make some money. That's right. But he didn't realize. I'll bring some stuff with me to make some dough when I get there. You didn't realize you'd have a moment of uh, 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 of uh, what, what would you call it? Ejection. <laughs> Involuntary ejection. Yes, he couldn't control his full faculties. Yeah, that's, uh,
1: that's because you know he's been using that mode of transport for many years now.
2: So, yeah, he's he's got witness tampering because he called his girlfriend while he was in jail and told her. <laughs> not, hey, man, you better not talk to the popo, all right? Yeah, because <laughs> the popo aren't listening to this phone call, which is being recorded, right? They don't listen to that thing. Lesson number two, bad people. (laughs) They will always listen
1: on your phone call when you're in jail. They're recorded. There's like announcements about it being recorded. (laughs) And when they tell you they're recording it, it's they're not kidding. It's not a joke.
2: (laughs) All right, people. Good stuff. We're gonna take another break. We come back. We got some more funky crime and punishment time around the nation. You've been listening to the Chicago Popo report on WLS AM eight nine. People,
1: you don't want to miss this. This is the big close. We're spinning out of the turn for the home stretch. Lupe wire Paul Cialino on the Chicago Popo Report on WSAM 890. Chicago, folks, you get a chance not to listen to it live. WSAM.com. Pick up that podcast. Number one podcast in Chicago, folks. You got it. That's right, man. What's our next
2: one, huh? We got uh, Kelton Griffin out of Memphis, Tennessee. This uh, is a man with a plan. He had a plan. How did it work out for him, Luke? <laughs> Well, well, the execution was poor, but yeah. So he, he he tried to look up his uh a friend from high school. He's like, "Hey, what's up girl? Uh you want <laughs> let's you go wa- for a date? You want to hook up? <laughs> I don't have a ride, so you to have to pick me up." Yes. <laughs> So yeah, he, he talks her into a date, and then he, he did something very rude. Well, what, he not only that, he talks her into uh, you know taking a, t- talks her into going to a, a gas station, and you know what? I need a cigar. She goes out and gets, a, gets him a cigar. Big okay. mistake as it turns he out. Right, takes that car gone. and off he goes. <laughs> he was gone in sixty seconds, as they say, because he had another hot date. <laughs> and who was that hot date with? That other one. You got to keep it in the family when you're doing this kind of stuff, Paul. <laughs> yes. Her god sister.
1: Yes. <laughs> So not only did he steal the chick's car, then he goes to meet her god sister, <laughs> whatever that is. Okay, you know <laughs> he got good looks in the thing. family,
2: but he got tired of her. Yeah, but yeah. thank God for GPS, huh? They yeah, tracked oh, yes. that car down,
1: and off the jail
2: he went. All right, but and his name isn't even Denzel, <laughs> Mister Griffin. Hey, they were at a, they were caught in a, in a drive-in. I thought those were, I thought there was those were
1: obsolete, but apparently. Well, not. Maybe not down south. <laughs> There's a couple in the Chicago area. There's one in West Chicago, which does a bang-up business in the summertime, screwing up traffic on North Avenue.
2: So Mr. Griffin was arrested on the spot. Poor execution, dude. Bye-bye, Mr. Griffin. You gone. All right. Uh, let's uh, quickly go back out to... Uh, we got a
1: judge and in, uh, story involving a federal judge. Ooh, up in White Plains, New York, uh, Judge Kath Lee, Kathy Seibel got a little little upset with a attorney in front of her, didn't he?
2: At first, didn't I'm like... She- at first, I, I thought maybe maybe is Brodsky uh...
1: <laughs> it's Brodsky's cousin Leibowitz. Okay, <laughs>
2: is he someone who, is he practicing out there in, in New York now? Uh, Leibowitz is in front of the judge saying,
1: "Hey, listen, my grandfather died. I couldn't be here. I had to be with my family. I uh, be playing. You know, I, it's a Jewish thing. I can't miss it. It's Sabbath. It's all all judge judge Seibel."
2: Might have picked up the phone, bro. Here you go. It's just a matter of picking up the phone and verifying. <laughs> this is this is another lie, another fraudulent story. You know, <laughs> just gone way off the reservation. And this guy got caught up. And he's still defending himself. Actually, his attorney's saying he's just a little kooky. He was just a little crazy. Uh, you got to forgive him because he wasn't, thinking was, <laughs> yeah. he wasn't thinking with a full deck and she didn't buy it, right? Yeah, well,
1: let me tell you, this judge wasn't giving up because she spent six months holding his feet yeah! to the fire. I want proof grandpappy died. Okay, and guess what? He couldn't. He couldn't come up with it, could he? No, he.
2: Uh, he's. Uh, he might be losing his law license or suspended or something. She's not too happy with him.
1: <laughs> he's. He's going to get whacked by this one, man. Okay, you cannot mess around with federal judges, young lawyers, and lying, get. You're going to get caught. You're going to get spanked badly. That's right. You to uh, be surrendering that law license. You to be dry. he would be working at Dunkin' Donuts, which is a nice segue. Into our next story, my friend.
2: And we're staying in New York. Right, listen, people, listen, bad guys. If you're going to rob somebody, or if you're going to rob an establishment... We're getting good advice right now. Pay attention, gangsters. Do not rob Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> or Do not rob 7-Elevens. No, why don't we want to rob those two as fine establishments, Lou There's always going to be a cop yes, driving yes, sure or is. walking around. One of these two fine establishments, all right. You are getting stuff for free at those fine No, we don't get stuff for free. We oh, get taken oh, care right. of.
1: Okay, yeah. You get they're very nice of. to us,
2: uh-huh. okay? Nothing's for free, Paul, okay? That's right. Not they're, in today's day and age. They're very nice. They're very convenient. They stay open open all night. Great coffee, great, you know, whatever. Two of the worst places to rob, okay? Because if you rob one of those places, the
1: popo to be on you in
2: about 30 seconds. Uh, in about three seconds. Are you kidding me?
1: That's like fishing in the barrel, the proverbial barrel, right?
2: If you if you want, if you want to go to jail, if you want a, a bologna sandwich, <laughs> if you want something, some, some, you know, nice warm accommodations for the night, yes. Go to a Dunkin' Donuts, go to a 7-Eleven, and do your bad boy stuff.
1: You steal a donut if you only want to go for a night, because the minute you start sticking folks up, you're going to go for several hundred nights <laughs> when you get caught. So, or maybe several thousand nights.
2: <laughs> patrol. So here, yeah, Officer Erica Iker. Erica she was on patrol in the area. Like I said, we're always in that area. They spotted the vehicle, trapped it in a parking lot, and uh, here you go. Off you go.
1: Eric, Eric over was
2: Johnny on the spot, and she nailed his butt, didn't she? That's right. Uh, let's see. Oh, Florida. <laughs> you got to love this Back guy. down huh? to Florida. Uh, a
1: Florida man pulled over Sunday night for driving recklessly, told police, I need to get home in a hurry because I'm cheating on my wife. Oh. Mm. What did the man do, Luke? <laughs> Wouldn't John. <laughs> here we go. Two first names. Uh, uh, what a shock. John Earl Pickard, age 52. Was behind the wheel, ladies. If you're going to cheat with somebody, let's hope they're driving a nicer whip than a 2015 Honda with 100,000 miles on it. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm actually i'm i'm very familiar with the 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 uh, the, uh, the, uh, the towns over here, Tarpon Springs and Palm Harbor. I have very, a lot of family down. here. I love Tarpon yeah, Springs, man. Clear, it's a nice town. Yes. Near Clearwater, It's Near Clearwater, that's man. right. It's very nice over there. There's a great uh, uh, Greek town in Tarpon Springs. I go there all the time.
1: But he was doing 90 in a 55, so he got the attention of the Tarpon Springs PD, didn't he?
2: It's called, uh, yeah, it did a little uh, traffic stop.
1: (laughs) He had to get home, man, because I've been cheating on my wife and she's in my ass, all right?
2: (laughs) Why would he tell the Popo, listen, okay, you caught me, blah, 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 blah. I'm having some domestic, you know, situation. There's a
1: reason he told them
2: that. They would be sympathetic?
1: No, the reason was he had some crack in the guy. I'm finding the crits. So of course, what happened? I so found the crack.
2: So it's called the little distractions. Yes, ah, yes. the bad guys are so
1: smart. And I mean, be, right. Because Florida has these wonderful laws of sunshine laws, they call them. And everything's a public record almost immediately upon publication. Uh, said wife he was cheating on gets to read this in the newspaper. Because some entertaining young reporters thought this is vastly entertaining. And I bet all her girlfriends read it too. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so probably in addition to the felony, he got charged with in Tarpon Springs. He's now fighting an action in family court called divorce.
2: Oh god. So this would never get out in the open in Chicago.
1: It would take uh, months. It's like, you
2: know, getting Naperville, tape of the
1: superintendent's uh, traffic stop. Or cream cream assistance. of assistance. <laughs>
2: it, It'd have to be it, more than this. This guy's uh, not high, high enough profile you know, in I'm Chicago. It takes about a
1: year for the tape to come out, okay? Because we don't... We we don't pay attention to them pesky little laws involving freedom of information requests. We could care less about them in Chicago. So we just ignore them or don't <laughs> give it to you.
2: So not only does this guy have some traffic problems, some uh, you know some domestic related family law issues, he got post arrest. They found a bag of crack cocaine in his shirt pocket, like you said earlier. So he's got that to deal with. <laughs> this guy found himself in a whole world of trouble.
1: Ah, it is Florida, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know why we all want to move down here, other than that nice
1: big sun. That's about 80 degrees down there right now, right?
2: That's right. And, hey, guess what, Bar? It's time for checkoff. Ah, uh, good. I think we've got a wonderful happy ending here involving a hero police officer out of uh, Alameda, California. So what happened here?
1: Well, he was a hero, right? He <laughs> it, said, listen.
2: He didn't mind his own business, and he was off-duty. He, he did not.
1: And this is what, this is public service stuff at its finest, right, yeah. bro? I mean, this is a guy off-duty. He wasn't minding his own business with his family. On the highway. Yep. As most people in California are on the highway for hours every day. Because you never
2: walk anywhere or take public transportation.
1: There's no public transportation to speak of because they just park the buses, let the homeless people sleep in them. Uh, But he's working, uh, not working, with the family. And a lady's car catches on fire, right? Involved
2: in a head-on collision. And he's Johnny on the spot, man. Another Johnny on the spot. Because uh, he pulls her out of that burning car, doesn't he? Saves her life. Amazing, amazing, amazing work. You do on and off duty, people.
1: I've been involved in pulling people out of burning vehicles and stuff. Let me tell you. It's dicey and scary, man. Because that heat is
2: hot. Hot. I can't imagine, Paul. Not fun. You're our hero. And that does it for us people this Saturday night. And as always, don't poo-poo on the popo. And mind your own business. And watch your six. Have a good night. We'll see you next week.